birthday to Mr. Adam Humphreys himself. This is a special birthday edition of the podcast. Mr. Brentopolis. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. Hinkle. Jesus. Happy, happy, birthday. happy birthday, sir. Uh, one of our best owners, in my opinion. I am biased towards Brentopolis, the best team in this league. He's 23 years old today. Happy Draymond year. Wow. Draymond year, eh? Does that mean he has to go out and get arrested? <laughs> okay. We're, we're going to worry about that later today. Uh, happy birthday, Chris. Hello, everybody. This is Rice Dynasty Podcast, episode number 17, I believe. Seven? And, uh, wow. This is a special one, Michael. You know why? I, you probably don't know why. Like, it's not too obvious. Well, it, is there, like only one game left that matters yeah there is and wow. it's called the super rice bowl <laughs> the super rice bowl preview show yeah that's right we're here with uh michael carey and um michael strahan say hello michael strahan. hello it's great to be here <laughs> yeah michael strahan uh thank you you've been paying attention to our our league all year apparently i didn't even know this you got the link somehow and you've just been you've just you've just been watching our games yeah i really have uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a huge game in the finals <laughs> i've enjoyed this season tremendously let me tell you who do you have, Michael Strahan? And I don't want you to answer whoever has the most Giants players, because <laughs> neither well, of them do. <laughs> well, you know, I was going to root for you with Odell Beckham Jr., because <laughs> I think that guy is amazing. Yes, but, he is. Uh, at this point, I really like Andrew Luck. I, I like Andrew Luck a lot, um, so I've got to go with Anthony. <laughs> wow. Andrew Luck, but uh, I do like Andrew Luck a lot. That's the best analysis I can give you. That's wow. terrible, Thank terrible you. analysis. I, um, wow. This guy's just as bad in person as he is on TV. Yeah, I I just told him to leave my house, and he has. So. Good. <laughs> that was terrible analysis. We're better at analysis than that guy, which means we deserve a show on Fox. We're, that, um, I hear we're, we have a, we have a meeting with Fox next week, actually. Uh, yes. It's going to be us and Joe Buck. That's going to be the show. Every Thank... single week, John's favorite announcer, Joe Buck, and Thank us are going goodness. to break going down to... the Rice Dynasty. Tune in on Fox. It's going to be weekdays at 4.30 a.m. Eastern Time, primetime wow. television. That's terrible. You know what? You know what I want to do next year, maybe is uh, is like do a Twitch stream, like me live commentating, um, like uh, just the games, you know, and what's happening, but Ooh. in comparison to our games, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, Le'Veon just scored a touchdown. Michael's team is doing well. Just kidding, Le'Veon's wow. not playing. <laughs> I was going to say, that guy has never scored a touchdown for my team, and I really hope eventually he decides to you know, play football. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, I would love it. 
I'd like to point out that Royce Freeman, my running back, is a better running back than Le'Veon Bell. This it's year in, he was. It's in the stats. <laughs> EA the stats Sports. It's in the stats. <laughs> EA Sports. It's in the game. It's in the stats. It's everywhere. Yeah. You ever heard of Moneyball? It's all about the stats. And uh, Billy Bean would pick up Royce Freeman over Le'Veon any day. You're probably right. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, well, as you know, last week we had our semifinal matchups, and we lost a few. It was sad. It was fun. There were tears. There were, uh, there were some laughs, mostly by the people who are not in the playoffs. Um, we lost John George and Adante. Rest in Two peace. The teams that deserve to be there. But they, alas, could not hold up. So we are going to do our RIP segment for these teams with their best moments. John, would you like to summarize your season for us? Yes, I'll start off by summarizing my season. It started off a little bumpy. There was always there was always potential in my players. I had a good team. Um, Dalvin Cook, uh, he got injured. Wasn't looking good for me at that point. Royce Freeman, he wasn't doing... Uh, he wasn't doing what he needed to do, and Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay were sharing the backfield at the beginning of the season, so Philip Lindsay wasn't as dominant. Um, things things were much different back then. Odell was crap in the bed back at the beginning of the season. Um, Tyree Kill was really my only good player. Carson Wentz hadn't begun playing yet, uh, so I I did what every sensible man does, and I spammed everyone's trade inbox until I found some people that uh, accepted them, accepted my trades. I got Ezekiel Elliott. I got Antonio Brown. Um, I got Jordan Howard. And uh, Mark Ingram eventually came back for me and caused me the most pain I've ever felt in fantasy football. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I basically started out the season pretty poor, ended up making a nice little run at the end once everyone was healthy and I had a nice starting lineup and there were no more bye weeks um, and uh, made a run to the playoffs, made it to the semifinals and unfortunately lost to Anthony when everybody decided to get injured once again and uh, Tyree Kill decided to play when he was not healthy enough to play, screwing yeah. you over. That did, uh, that did not go well for you. But you know what did go well for you was your trade mayhem that happened throughout the season. You had so many trades, and most of them worked out for you. I want to highlight real quick the one trade I don't think worked out for you. You gave up a fourth-round pick for next year, which is nothing. Fourth-round picks are literally worthless. Yeah. And a first-round pick for 2020, that is worth something for Chris Herndon. <laughs> Herndon? Who the heck is that? The Why fourth. did you go a pick? Chris That's Herndon crap. the fourth. The fourth. Just because he has the same Roman numeral at the end of his name as you does not mean you have to trade for him, John. <laughs> I just wanted some uh, some future talent. All right. The, the, the story behind that is I did not actually have a tight end to play that week at all. Um, so I was trading for one. I was desperate, and I needed to make playoffs. So I... I did this, um, and then I made playoffs. I don't even know what he scored that week. I think he scored four. It was either the week he scored four or nine. I can't remember which one. 
but uh, it's probably four. <laughs> yeah, it was probably four. That guy, why a first round pick is a. Uh, or maybe it was eight. I think it was earlier in the season, actually. I think it was maybe his. He scored eight, which isn't that bad. That's not terrible. But for was it team. worth the first round pick? I don't know. Um, I'm so gonna you get don't one have back. First round pick for the next two years. I'm gonna get one back. Don't worry. I'm trading we'll away Mark see. Ingram or Jordan Howard or someone I don't. No one's want. giving you a first round pick for Mark Ingram. What about Carson Wentz? Maybe. We'll Jordan talk. Howard. I could get a first round pick for Jordan Howard. Maybe Jordan Howard and Mark Ingram. Ooh, both of them for a first-round pick? Now we're talking. Anyway, we'll worry about trades later. Um, so, yes, but you had some great trades. You got Zeke for a nickel, and you gave up Dalvin Cook, Trey Burton, and a second-round pick. And you got, um, who'd you get? Antonio Brown for Cooper Cup, who died this season. That's the so, Yeah. That, and, but you also gave up a first-round pick for that. So, again, you don't have a first-round pick for the yeah. next two years. I think think my least favorite trade, yeah, the Herndon is definitely a bad trade, but I think my least favorite trade was Ito Smith uh, for Christian Kirk with Anthony because I really would rather have Christian Kirk now. Christian Kirk is kind of a beast, and you have so many running backs. Like, Ito Smith, you're like fifth running back. So uh, that that move was not good, but overall you made some great moves because, of course, not every trade is going to be perfect, but you did make moves. I'll give you credit. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't need I did the Edo Smith thing before I had, uh, like Elijah McGuire and Jordan Howard. So I thought yeah. I needed a running back more at the time, but that I didn't realize I could get Jordan Howard. Apparently I could. Uh, yeah, apparently you could get anybody you want, but <laughs> you decent players. So yeah. anyway, um, yeah, let's, uh, we're going to limit John's trading for next year. He, he met the trade quota and exceeded it. No more rule for me specifically. Yeah, we're adding a rule. We're gonna vote on this. Okay, (laughs) John Uh, can only trade once. Yeah, John John gets two trades all season. If that gets seven votes, I will be sad. (laughs) Adante, Adante had a good season. Um, You know, he actually did much better than you probably should have. So he had a really lucky season. Um, Because if you look at his points for. What was he like? I don't think he was 1566. Yeah. 1566, which is okay. It's but like that's fourth. fourth in the league. And yeah, I guess so. It's about right where he finished. He finished in the top four. So he, he had a good season, um, but he was pretty high in the standings. He finished seven and five after starting, I think like seven and two. So he was pretty good. Um, yeah. He had a really nice week four matchup with uh with you john and i think that's got to be his highlight of the season besides winning a playoff game because now he has a shot at um getting his money back in the third place game but he had he had some nice moves he got gus edwards off the waivers he made a really good trade with me and got julian edelman from me for literally a tight end that stands still most of the game so i can never play him kyle rudolph I don't know why you never leave the line of scrimmage, but uh, even if you did, I love Kirk, but I don't know if he would ever want to give you the ball. Uh, anyway, so whatever. Um, yeah, so you made some good trades, and you had a nice matchup in uh, week four where you beat John and scored 147 points. So good season for Adante. Yeah, nothing nothing too special really from Adante, but 
nice and consistent. No like crazy comebacks. No crazy close games. Honestly, like he didn't have too stressful of a season. And uh, Todd Gurley has to be his his player. I mean, if honestly, Adante could have gone to elite. Talked about this before on the podcast. If he traded Goff or Newton for for an RB two or some or flex because flex his flex is his weakest position. Yeah. Um, and now he has Lam- now he has uh, Lamar Jackson too. So it's like you have three very good quarterbacks fantasy wise, and uh, you've decided yeah. to keep all three. Yeah, he, he should have gotten rid of one of them. But what I mean, it did hurt him that he lost his top two running backs, Devontae Freeman and Marshawn Lynch, both got out for the season. Yep, that really hurt his depth. I mean, I guess not top two because he had Todd Gurley. But I mean, if you're putting Gus Edwards into the flex with Devontae Freeman, um or even Marshawn Lynch, then you have a really good team. Yeah, and that's true. that was the difference in him going farther in the playoffs versus getting out in the second round. So still a good season. His team, long-term, Julio Jones and Julian Edelman, along with Demarius Thomas, I don't know how much more those guys have. So we'll see what his bench players, if they get better. But he needs to have a good draft, I think, if he's going to be around – and as good next year. Oh yeah, um, he's definitely got great quarterback depth for sure. They're all. I mean, Newton's getting a bit older here, but Goff super young. Lamar Jackson is a rookie. Dak Prescott's young, um, and then Kelsey's. Uh, he's he's six years in the league, but he, yeah, I he, think he's still he'll got be some time. Yeah, he's only uh, twenty nine. I bet he plays another five seasons. So yeah, and Julio's slowing down a little bit here i think i mean he's still had a fantastic season and this has been like a kind of slow season for him honestly um and i don't know so i don't know how much he has left maybe a couple good years so he i mean he's fine but i think edelman might be done and that'll hurt him yeah um didn't did edelman get injured he got injured for a little bit in the last game yeah i think he's okay now he's questionable for next week okay yeah that guy's old He's old. Uh, he is um, 32 and in his 10th season. So what an old I, guy. If he comes back, maybe he doesn't. Um, but anyway, Dante, good season. Um, nice highlights in there. You have a shot to get your money back. You and John. That'll be a good game. That'll be yeah, really well. good. Very opposite teams. You've been very up and down all season, and Dante has been like Mr. Consistency. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think Dante scored like under 90 yet. But don't quote me on that. Yeah, but I don't think he scored over 150 at all either. Yeah, exactly. He's been very, very even. Um, so now, before we preview the uh, the Rice Dynasty Championship game, we do have results from the Toilet Bowl. That we what? The Toilet Bowl has finally been resolved. I will not be taking the ACT. Thank God. <laughs> Quinn and his soft dick came up short in the playoffs. Yep. Dear uh, God. It was I, a close one. We both really tried hard not to win this game. <laughs> 84 points. Lamar Miller decided, I'm going to get one point today. Um, I decided to play Curtis Samuel. That was a poor choice. Uh, yep. It was uh, not my best week. Not his best week. I should have played, and I hate saying this, Evan Ingram. Of all people, he got 11, and I didn't Whoa. play him. But yeah, he's going to well. be gone. He's going to be gone. 
Uh, yeah, I knew this was going to happen because I, <laughs> I just George Kittle was not going to score 30 again or whatever he scored last week to to uh, carry Quinn again. So, uh, yeah, this is you couldn't ask for more from a toilet bowl matchup, you know, 84 to 60. That's exactly what you want. That's as bad as it gets. <laughs> it's as, it really it's is. It's as bad as it gets. I mean, technically, Max scored the least last week with 74 points. I scored the second least, or well, besides Quinn, with 78. So that's pretty embarrassing for me and Max because you scored more than both of us, and I was in a semifinal game. Yeah, I, I would have beaten you and yeah. if we've been in the playoffs. It would have been a sad victory. I know. Meanwhile, my bench probably scored like a thousand points. And I, I'm trying not to look at it at my bench, right? Yeah, I don't blame you. It was bad. Um, but meanwhile, not really talked about Alex. He won two playoff games or toilet bowl games to finish seven and eight on the season. So congrats to Alex. His team is terrible and he finished seven and eight. That's pretty good. <laughs> like, yeah, honestly, I. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but Derek Derek Henry all of a sudden looks insane. Yeah, uh, Dalvin Cook is back, and he was he he's been scoring very well. 16, 15, 18, and now a thirty point game. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, and then Mike Evans, he's been he's been doing well throughout the whole season. Not too consistent though. Nope. And then big uh, Mitch Trubisky, still yeah, that's... still scoring big. That's really good for Alex going forward because that guy, wow, we thought he was going to be just terrible, and he turned out to be pretty pretty average. So good for Alex. Yeah, um, and once again, he does have D.D. Westbrook, who I, I really like. And if the Jags um, get who's that quarterback that was? God, someone some quarterback was was. Uh, or no, they were talking about Joe Flacco. I think the Jags might get Joe Flacco. Next year. Oh, oh God, why? Um, because Ravens don't need him anymore. So I think the Jags might go out and get Joe Joseph Flacco, who I do think is better than Blake Bortles or whoever the hell they're playing now. So Joe Flacco is elite. So he might. So Dee Dee Westbrook, he's about to become the best wide receiver in the league. Is what we're what we're saying. You've heard it here first. We'll see what <laughs> Joe Buck says on that next year. Um. Now we're going to get to the last segment of the playoffs, which is the trade review. Mm-hmm. We're going to look back on a few different trades, and we're going to start with some of John's trades as he made the most trades in the league. Hell yeah. So let's look back on this Ezekiel Elliott trade real quick. Go ahead. So, all right. Um, John, you received Ezekiel Elliott on October 19th, so pretty early, and you gave up Trey Burton, Delvin Cook, and next year's second-round pick. Um, I think you won that trade. You got the best player in the trade. But Delvin Cook, he'll still be pretty good, so that's good, and Alex really needed a tight end. I don't know. Who do you have? Who are you playing at tight end? Uh, Zach Ertz. Uh, well, you still have a great tight end, so that that literally didn't hurt you at all. And Zach Ertz yeah. is really young, so mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty good. Um, I don't know. I think they it definitely benefited both teams here. But 
overall, yeah, I think you got the best player here. So one of your many deals of the season. Oh yeah. A great, great deal. I thought, I think this is, this is one of my favorite trades overall in the season. Honestly, I think this is, um, I think it was a blockbuster trade. I think it was pretty close, even trade in the end. Um, I liked it. I enjoy it. That's, that's one of my favorite types of trade right there. Just a bunch of, uh, bunch of nice utility players for Alex uh, for for a star and some and a draft pick for Alex of course yep well pretty even okay um the next trade I think was one of the most lopsided trades of the season <laughs> Mr. Kyle Rudolph for Julian Edelman <laughs> this really helped Dante as his wide receiver depth was terrible I will point out I have a lot of wide receivers that I will play regularly ahead of Julian Edelman but, um, yeah, Julian Edelman probably would have been playing for me by the end of the season. So, yeah. not. Yeah, that was a pretty uh, poor trade. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Rudolph, he's not good. I don't know no, if you've I'm noticed not... yet. <laughs> I, I've noticed. Um, but he would have saved you that one game, remember? He would have had I played him. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I will also point out that he scored over 10 points once this season. That's pretty bad. And zero times after I had traded for him. Zero times. Terrible. That's really bad. Uh, <laughs> I definitely lost that trade. Um, you know, I won one trade this year and I lost another. So. Yeah, you what? take your wins with your losses. You're an even 500. Even 500. Exactly. Um, next trade. The George Kittle trade, which I think was the move of the year for Mr. Quinn. Yes. He received, so he gave up Rob Gronkowski, and he got he got a third-round pick. I think he, I wish he would have gotten a little bit more, but um, he got George Kittle over Gronk, who I think is going to retire after this season. And George Kittle moving forward is probably the best tight end or the second-best tight end in the league. So... Great trade for Quinn. Oh, yeah. Taking that name value uh, Rob Gronkowski brings with him and uh, also a little bit of uh, ignorance on uh, on Brock's part, who I believe at this time of the trade did not realize what a dynasty league was, even though we explained it to him. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. He was one of the guys who were like, how many players do we keep again? And that's the the running joke that someone in the chat does every, like, two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> how many players do we keep again? <laughs> we keep five, everybody. We keep five players. We keep everybody zero. This is not a keeper league. Dynasty is just the title. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> it's just a cool thing to call your league. Like, this is a dynasty league, you know? Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> So, bad trade. Um, yeah. Yeah, really good for Quinn, who uh, who oh. is whose roster is probably the the most disappointing to look at right now. So, but he's got the number one pick in the draft, so he's gonna bounce back. And he's got a, he's got another first rounder too from me. So he has two first round picks this year. Yes. Wow, I know somebody else who has two first round picks this year. Me, once I trade all my good players? No, I have two first-round picks. <laughs> oh. would be great. Wow, that's that's pretty fitting. The two people in the toilet bowl have two first-round picks apiece. 
Wait, yeah. who'd you get yours from, Chris? For uh, Mr. Lamar Miller. Ah, uh, yes. Owen. So I don't have you... a second. Well, it depends who wins this championship game on when your other first round pick is going to be. But um, Quinn's other first round pick is either going to be sixth or seventh, or seventh or seventh or eighth. No, I'm very excited because it's Chris's. Yeah, I'm talking Quinn's. Yours is going to be. Oh, Quinn. Yeah, mine. I yours have, is going to uh, be fifth or sixth. Yeah, fifth or wait. Where did Chris finish? He finished fourth. It we don't know. We don't know yet. What it do you depend, mean? It depends who wins uh, the championship. If Anthony wins the championship, then it's then he finishes higher. Really? Oh, got it. Yeah, because it's determined by who you lose to. Yes. And since he lost on that side of the bracket, so I need to root for Tom. Yes. He, oh, no. You have to root for Tom? I have to root for Tom? Oh. Can we <laughs> talk about this real quick? Yeah, Tom, sure. congratulations. You bounced back from the devastating loss that you took in Week 10, which no one will ever forget. I will never let it go when you were 9-0. and But you have <laughs> bounced back, and you have reached the championship. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but for the better of my own team, even though you don't deserve it, you don't. You're still a fraud. You're a complete fraud. <laughs> you uh, fraud. want you to pull out the upset and win the inaugural Rice Dynasty Championship. And now let's get to it. Let's look at this matchup. Wait, wait, wait. I want to talk about waiver wire pickups. All right, all right. Waiver a little bit wire. of a tease there. That's what we call a tease in the industry. I like I'm it. so um, first, I'm going to talk about my favorite free agent pickups. These are pickups that you didn't pay any money for, and they were these these people were dismissed on the waivers as terrible players who don't deserve to be picked up. But guess what? They did in the end, and they're fantastic. Brentopolis, he picked up Adam Humphreys off the free oh, agent Oh, Adam Humphreys, the MVP of the league. <laughs> yep, right off the free agent wire. He didn't pay a cent for this guy, and now he's the best wide receiver of all time. Wow. Yeah. Adam Who else do we have? Taylor Gabriel. I picked him up off free agency, and he eventually led to Jordan Howard on my team. That's pretty good. Um, Ito Smith early in the season. Anthony picked him up off the free agent wire. He dropped Rod Smith for Ito Smith, an upgrade of Smith's. Classic Smith trade out. Yeah. Who else? Uh, I think that's um, pretty. You much... picked up C.J. Beathard. Oh, that's C.J. Beathard. Why is that a good one? Great <laughs> one, because his name is Beathard. Okay, I, I agree. J. Beathard. Congratulations. Uh, you picked up Antonio Gates. Really good. And then I dropped him. Yeah. Des Bryant by uh, Quinn. That was fantastic. He was uh, he practiced one day this season. Yeah, that was a great pickup. Um, <laughs> let's see. Zay Jones by Brentopolis. Ooh. I don't think he ever played, but nice. Nice pickup. Oh, Curtis uh, Samuel. I got Curtis Samuel. Oh, yeah. Nice free that agent pickup. Really, yeah, because he actually played for me. All right, let's get to the money, though. Let's get to the money spent on some very good players. At the very beginning of the season, we have some fantastic waiver wire pickups. Chris Brenton, the first one on September 12th, um, $20 just adding Jared Cook. He didn't have to drop anybody for this guy. Uh, he finished Jared Cook, one of the best tight ends fantasy-wise this year. So uh, great waiver pickup by him. Bless you, sir. Thank you. Great pickup. Um, uh, Philip Lindsay. 
Ooh. Wow, that was a heck of a pickup. Philip Lindsay has played for most of your games, and he's been awesome. So yeah. Philip Lindsay, RB2. the drafted rookie, um, who will probably be on your team for a long time. Wow, uh, good pick. Yeah, he's the future of Broncos. Uh, the ba- Broncos backfield. Uh, yeah. And right, the sand or three days after uh, all the first waiver wire pickups happened, Anthony came in with an eighteen dollar pickup of Nicholas Chubb. That was great. That was a really good pickup. And then four days later, picked up Tyler Boyd for only seven bucks. Those two are in his starting lineup. I don't know if Tyler Boyd's in his starting lineup this week, but most of the time he has been. So most of the time, Anthony is starting Tyler Boyd and Nick Chubb now. Um, both waiver wire pickups at the beginning of the season, and this segment is uh, targeted at Max i sixty nine birds who believes waiver wire is not good, and that's just not true at all. So no, uh, because no. look at these stars people pick it up. Anthony picked up Chris Herndon the fourth, who eventually led to a uh, first round draft pick somehow. <laughs> How in the world did Anthony get a first round draft out of Chris Herdman before? Wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, fan, fantastic stuff. I picked up Jamal Charles, the best Jacksonville running back. Uh, I don't know if played a snap, John, but, but that's great. There's no denying he's the best <clears throat> Jacksonville that, running that, back. That is true. There's no denying. Um, Adante got Lamar <clears throat> Jackson to add to his quarterback trio. Yes. I don't know what he has for. He he has a quartet of quarterbacks, <laughs> and it is amazing. It is a They're nice all, quartet. But he can't play all of them, which is sad. Yeah, Dante, um, I'm, I'm looking at you. I, I need a quarterback. Yeah, you do need a quarterback. Dear God. Uh, <laughs> I got Albert Wilson. He was good for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, did, he was very good. Did you drop good. him eventually? Uh, eventually, because he got hurt. But he was good for a few weeks. Um, and then Nadante got Albert Wilson right back. Yeah, who has not played a down for him. But. And he dropped DJ Chark. Classic DJ Chark. <laughs> um, you got Elijah McGuire for $0, who has been really good and will probably be a starter in New York next season. So that's pretty awesome. Yes. I got Josh Adams, who's going to be the starter for the Eagles for the next ten years. So that mm. was pretty great. Honestly, hmm, if I had to, if I had to crown the best pickup of the year, it probably would be um, Nick Chubb. How the heck did we not draft Nick Chubb? I don't know. I don't know what we were thinking. Well, it, would... ha- it has to be Nick Chubb. Yeah, I mean Gus Edwards is good too. Adante got him for oh, sixty-two dollars. Yeah, Dear God. Yeah, I, I'm just shocked by the fact that Nick Chubb was even on the waiver wire to begin with. Like, did someone drop him? Like, what happened there? No one drafted Nicholas Chubb. No one drafted Nick Chubb. I don't know how. This man is thick with two C's and a Q. <laughs> a how Q? I don't know how we didn't draft him. That was sad. I'm very sad because for some reason sleepers, like... You can't look at Sleeper's draft thing anymore for some reason. Like it's uh, it's already moved on to next year's draft, so we cannot. I can't look at our previous draft, which is upsetting me. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at the draft. I'm very sad about that. Um, I, I should I should submit a complaint and see what they say to me. I'm sure they'll get back to you right away. Oh yeah, live on the show. 
Um, we can finally start talking about the Super Rice Bowl if you want to. Yeah, let's talk about the Super Rice Bowl because I think they're in the championship. They deserve an in-depth analysis of how we think this game is going to go down. I agree. Um, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Tom. He, Tommy Tommy. He's been the best team in the playoffs so far. It's only been two weeks, but... Um, He's, he's, he's been scoring the most out of any of the playoff teams. Uh, I don't know how the num- his numbers would compare to Alex, though. That's that's the big thing. Yeah. Um, as far as Michael Thomas goes, he's still crap in the bed, really. He's not really doing anything for him, but he hasn't yeah. needed it. But he's uh, playing Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh got a pretty good defense. That's going to be tough this week. Yeah, I don't. I honestly just don't think he even needs Michael Thomas after DeAndre Hopkins, and now Hopkins is facing Philadelphia. Um, That's a good defense, though. It's uh, we'll see. We'll see. I think Philadelphia is going to win that game. Oh, Philadelphia! Philadelphia winning that game. Yeah, I do think Philadelphia. Uh, I mean, I I continue to think Philadelphia will perform better without Carson Wentz, um, making me hopeless. Uh, about the future of my quarterbacks bad because he also Carson Wentz also only throws to Zach Ertz who is also on your team I know that's very upsetting to me as well because I was just I was crying as Nick Foles began to shit on Zach Ertz live on TV literally pulled down (laughs) his pants just shit on him and I was like what why (laughs) why are they televising this this is this cannot be legal to televise. What the but heck? Joe Buck was commentating on it the whole time. Wow, and that is something I have never seen before on a foot in a football game. A disgusting but, act. By the classic big dick Nick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Dante or Dante. I'm so sorry, Tom. You didn't deserve. That. How dare you insult Tom Myring? I would never <laughs> do that on this show. Uh, Tom, you've been starting Andrew Luck. It didn't work out for you last week with a terrible, terrible 10 point game against Dallas. And he's still, he's still putting luck in against the giants whose defense has been pretty, pretty good of of late, honestly, better than uh, people thought they would be. While Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's been putting up some monster numbers the past four weeks, but Tom is ignoring it. He, he's refusing to look at it. Doesn't care. Andrew Luck is his guy. Um, like our friend Michael Strahan said, we um, we got to go with uh, the quarterback matchup and look at look at different some some different matchups here. And I'm looking at these matchups, and I have to give the edge to Anthony. Like Williams for Green Bay, he's going to play him. And yes, maybe he will be the lead back. But New York has a really really good run defense and really good defensive line. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball that much, especially because they're going to be down because Sam Darnold is going to be lighting up the Packers. Your two quarterbacks are facing off this week. That's crazy. I know. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, I think Sam Darnold's going to light up that Packers defense, and I don't think they'll run the ball much. As I said, DeAndre Hopkins plays Philadelphia, who has a questionable secondary, but at the same time, Philadelphia is going to be highly motivated. They're at home. They need to win this game. It's going to be cold. I don't think DeAndre Hopkins is going to score that many points. I am usually wrong on these things, but, you know, I got to do my best. Houston, um, Houston's got to win, too. The Colts are coming coming for him. Yeah, but Houston can lose and still make the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. It, but I don't, they, 
but Philadelphia's got a better roster. They're going to win. Um, Michael Thomas versus Pittsburgh. The reason I do like Michael Thomas is because he's home. If he was on the road in the cold Pittsburgh, then I wouldn't love it. But he's he's at home on the turf, so that's good. And uh, the Saints really need to win to get home field, so I think he will. That, that'll be a pretty good matchup. Stephon Diggs, Juju Smith, Nick Chubb, they've got really good matchups because they're all indoors or they're you know, playing a bad defense in Cincinnati's case. Um, yeah, I think it's here. Here's a big point. Uh, James Conner, if he plays, then that's going to really hurt Tom because Tom has the other – He has Jalen Samuels. Samuels, who – he did really well last week, and then he could play Jalen Samuels over, like, Williams on Green Bay, and uh, that could be a huge game changer. So I don't know. Who's Anthony going to put in? Uh, probably Tyler Boyd again. Tyler Boyd doesn't look like he's going to play. He oh, yeah, hurt. he's he's hurt. Mm, who does he put in? Sean Hamilton? Uh, maybe. Like he doesn't – his... <laughs> I guess maybe Deshaun Hamilton, but I, oof. Anthony's, Anthony's depth, like, went away. I know, because a lot of guys depth? So, it's going to come down to James Conner if he plays, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I even, I like Jamal Williams over Jalen Samuels, maybe. Um, if... <laughs> If I really want Connor to play though, because I am facing Anthony in my in my uh, family fantasy championship game, and I have James Connor, so uh, I re- I really need Connor to play. So please, Connor. It's not looking good though. He hasn't practiced yet this week, and he personally said, "I'm not ready." <laughs> that that's usually not a good sign. No. So uh, I mean. <clears throat> Yeah, you don't like to hear that. But Tom also has um, Spencer Ware, who might be coming back. Um, Tom's got Tom's got a lot of options over here. I don't know. Overall, Tom's he's got like a ragtag sort of. His wide receivers were once the best wide receiver court in the league, have turned into dud. Adam Thielen back to earth hasn't scored over ten points in forever. Michael Thomas has done Jack and Kirkwood is now the best wide receiver on New Orleans. You heard it here. Wow. <laughs> Kirkwood. Kirkwood. Uh, I don't even know his first name, but that's who Drew Brees passes to all the time. He loves it. <laughs> uh, I think Adam Thielen will have a good week though. He's playing Detroit this week. He, on he only scored 10 versus Detroit last time. This is, see, <laughs> It's because Thielen is against Slay. Detroit has a good secondary. They have Slay. That's it. <laughs> and, uh, their secondary is pretty good. And, okay. uh, and Slay is on Thielen. So that sucks for him. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It, but All right. What's your prediction? Who's going to win? I, I have to go with Anthony. Anthony has the way better matchups and I think the way better talent, too. Um, yeah. I don't know how if if James Conner doesn't play, it will be a lot closer. But I still think Anthony Anthony should win this game. I do. I could see a sneaky like 
a sneaky Seattle game where Patrick Mahomes scores under like 20 for the first time since week five, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, Seattle's super good. Their defense is playing out of their minds lately, and their team is playing out of their minds lately. I could just see a sneaky Seattle Despite upset. Week to San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Um, Which was, but they do need to win this game, and they're at home. Um, and it's Sunday you got night. Score hmm? Score prediction? I'm going to go. God, Anthony's team just hasn't been performing lately either. So it's hard. Yeah. yeah. I might, like, take it back. But he has the matchups, you know? Yeah, he does. Um, I'm going to go, like, one. I think that's going to be a low score. Just fantasy points have been lower because of how cold it is. Yep. But um, I'm going to go, like, one fifteen to one ten. Anthony wins. Wow, that was very close to what I was going to predict. Um, wow. Yeah, I agree. Low scoring, like you said, it's getting cold. People don't score as many points. We're getting to the end of the season. Defenses kind of ramp up. Yeah, I don't think Patrick Mahomes just goes off this week. I, he doesn't have a great matchup, and Seattle's really motivated. It's going to be really cold. It's going to be nighttime, too. Um, that's a really hard place to play. So I'm, I'm going to go with Anthony, even though I'm kind of rooting for Tom. I'm going to go with Anthony with a one. I, I, I'll, I'll say he scores an even 100 and Tom scores 95. Wow. So let's uh, <laughs> what who do you think scores more points? Joe Mixon or Alvin Kamara? Uh, Alvin Kamara. He's at home. He's uh, he's not in the cold and he's on the turf, too. I think that makes a big difference. Turf score a lot more points on turf. Hmm. Even after Joe Mixon's two large point games, this might be he he usually Question. goes in two game spurts though. If you take a look at his yep. pattern, yep, he's questionable this week though. He's a little he banged is. up. Alvin Kamara is pretty healthy, so yeah, I think Kamara outscores him. I think Mahomes and Luck are pretty even. Chubb will outscore Williams, Schuster and Hopkins. I think Hopkins wins barely. Um, Diggs and Tom Thomas are even. Tight end is even. It comes down to James Conner. I'll say he plays, and Anthony pulls it out just barely. Yeah, I mean Anthony's if John, if James Conner plays, like Anthony's got, I think the some of the best flex players in this in this league besides me, who I who I have to play like Odell in my flex, which is pretty yeah insane. That's pretty great. So, wow, we're this is the last matchup. Oh well, well let's talk about the third place game. Yeah, we need to. Of course, of the big finale, the third place game. <laughs> the biggest game of the season. The third place game. Who gets their money back? Um, You're not going to like this. It's not going to be you. Yikes. Dante's going to beat you. Jameis Winston at Dallas, not good. I, know, uh, I, I don't have another option. What do you want from me? I know. I, I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm just saying that's not good. Um, yeah, I'm going to say that Carolina's given up, so Julio Jones goes off. Julian Edelman's playing Buffalo in their home, so he's going to score. Travis Kelsey's probably the only thing that you have, like that the Chiefs are going to have because he's pretty consistent in Seattle. 
So he gets a lot of points. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, I think Dante is going to beat you and get his money back. Mm, I wouldn't be surprised after last week. Honestly, my team is uh, my team hates it right now. They hate being healthy. Zacherts hates when Nick Foles is playing. Like my team just looks different. It's very different. Um. I like Philip Lindsay against Oakland though. I like uh like Zeke against Tampa Bay a lot. Yeah, that's gonna be good for you. But he has Todd Gurley versus Arizona, so that pretty much just evens out. Um, yeah. I think he's got I think he's got some better matchups. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he wins, but I'm gonna take the third place game and I'm gonna get my money back. <laughs> the commissioner gets his money back. Give me that my would... money. Give me my money. um we have some live trash talk going on in the group chat wow Uh, i don't know if you noticed this between the two contenders for the championship tom myring said you love to see connor's projections getting worse and samuel's getting better and anthony replies hate to see him and tyler boyd both going down but you better watch out if deshaun hamilton gets in the game you're toast oh boy Tom wow. is shivering. He's shaking in his boots as Deshaun Hamilton warms up on the sidelines for Anthony. He's ready to get in the game. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I'd like to wish both of these teams good luck. Uh, it's going to be it's gonna be a really good game. I Honestly, top two records this year, you, you can't ask for a better game. Yeah, I didn't think we would get to this point um, with the top two records being in the championship just because of how crazy the season's been. But congratulations to both of these teams. You're both going to win some money. Let's see who comes out on top. I'm excited. Um, yeah. Who's going to get the 120? Who's going to get the 60? Next week, we're also going to have live punishment selection on the podcast. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be great. Yeah. So, uh, Tom, I don't know if it'll be mm, next week is going to be a tough one since it's Christmas. But at some point, the next podcast. Christmas Day podcast. Christmas Day podcast. We're waking up at 6 a.m. and we're opening presents. And those presents are punishments. The, the punishments. So. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, yeah. So, you better, Quinn, Alex, you better get ready because you're getting on this podcast uh, for sure. And Anthony or Tom, if you win, your biggest, biggest uh, reward is being on this podcast to to announce your three punishments as as these losers have to pick what they do. That um, is your Christmas present from us. So exactly. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've been like getting asked this a lot um, because I've seen Tom, I've seen Anthony, I've seen Alex. They've all brought up live drafts next year. Um, and I definitely want to get that get that going, work on that, um, and soon so we can set a date so we all can meet somewhere at the same time, kind of. No, that would be we awesome. All, we all don't live in the same place, so that's a bit tough. We'll figure it out, though. Uh, again, thanks for listening. And uh, this has been another episode of the Rice Dynasty Podcast. Yeah, one of the last for this year. It's been a great season, guys. It has been, so take care. Oh, I will also point out one last thing. Um, I was uh, slightly roasted at the beginning of the podcast a few weeks ago for my tanking, 
You're welcome for not tanking, by the way, because I could have really kind of screwed up this playoffs. And I didn't. I decided, you know, I'm going to be a nice guy. So just consider that when you're giving me your punishments next week, guys. Everybody should think about that a little bit. I really could have screwed up the playoffs, and I didn't. So be yeah. nice. Thank you, Michael, for not screwing that up. Yeah, Michael could have. Uh, I, I wasn't. I I was one of the people that was like, well, he can do this, so why not? But um, he ended up being the nice guy after everybody just continually roasted him in chat, which yeah. was. Which was a time that was like a terrible two weeks for me personally because I it was madness. Yeah, it gets competitive, but that's kind of what makes it fun. Yeah, um, and we're exactly. all uh, we're all still friends after that, which is good. I, <laughs> people were gonna hate me and leave the league, so that's most of the reason why I didn't do it. Yeah, so. Max might be out of here. <laughs> Max's Max's team is not looking good, not in good standing currently. No, so all right well that's it merry christmas you filthy animals merry christmas and a happy new year to tom and anthony <laughs>